welcome to Thrive in Design, a podcast about making money and beautiful interiors as it relates to product-based businesses in the interior design industry. Each week, we'll discuss innovative strategies on how to approach product development and design sales in a shifting market. I'm your host, Nicole Lachey-Ben. Welcome back for another episode of the Thrive and Design podcast. I'm Nicola Shea Ben, your host and CEO of Thrive and Design. In the last episode, we talked about social selling. We gave an intro to what social selling is, what it is not, how it's different from social media marketing and advertising, and how it'll help you stand out and think differently from traditional selling. Today, I want to take some time to give you a real life example on how I used Instagram, one social media platform, to engage with clients and connect with clients. So as I mentioned in the last episode as well, there are many different social media platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, you name it, right? The main two platforms that I focus on are LinkedIn and Instagram, but you can focus on whatever platform that really works best for you and whatever platform where your clients are hanging out or spending most of their time. That's how you're going to select which platforms to focus on. You don't want to be focused on every single platform and spread yourself then because as A&D reps, you have a lot of things to focus on, right? You have presentations and new design launches and CEUs and managing hundreds of projects and all of the things. So as you're choosing the social platform that you want to engage with your clients on, just be strategic and make sure it's actually a platform that you're well-versed in. If you're not, take some time to get trained in those. And it's a platform that your clientele is actually engaged on. All right, so let's get into this example that I'm going to share with you guys today and walk you through those five steps that I mentioned in the last episode and how I applied it to these things. So this episode is right for you and right on time for you if you can relate to any of the following statements. So I know you guys can't talk back to me as I am reading off these statements, but I want you to listen to the statement. And then if you can relate, just give me a yeah or a yes or something. All right. So can you relate to this? I work for or have worked for an interior product company. Give me a yes. I work in sales. Give me a yes. I've been directed to use social media to connect with clients at some point. When I've been directed to use social media, I've been hesitant or maybe even didn't know where to start. So if you can relate to any of those things, keep listening. I'm about to drop a lot of things in this episode super fast. So get your pen and paper out. So remember in the last episode, I went over the following steps in this sort of art to social media that I found as my sweet spot over the last really decade or more. So those steps that I talked about were to set your objective of what you want to accomplish right through social selling, get people to follow you, get your clients to follow you or potential clients to follow you, engage with them online inform them and offer value, and then end with an ask. So it's really a cycle that you're going to go through in those steps over and over and over again to continuously build relationships with your clients, build rapport with them, 
to land specifications, and ultimately get sales. So if you haven't listened to that last episode yet, to get a full breakdown on what I mean by those five steps, please go back and listen to that right now, then come back and finish this episode. So again, this example that I've been teasing you with for the last few minutes that I've been talking is a campaign that I did to engage designers of some A and B accounts. So when I did the social campaign, first I needed to set my objectives. Okay, so I went into social selling and always go into social selling knowing that I want to go into it with a personal outcome, right? I don't get online every day of the week. I don't get online every week of the month. But when I do get on, it's strategic and I want specific outcomes for the work that I'm doing and for the efforts that I'm putting in through social selling. So in this specific scenario, I wanted my outcome to be personal connections with designers and I wanted to set up follow-up presentations in our project meetings at all accounts. And that could be your objective across the board every single day for social selling. You don't necessarily have to change them, but this was my objective in really kickstarting more active social selling using Instagram. And a part of that, in turn, was also choosing to carry out what I'm going to tell you next on Instagram specifically. This is my strongest social platform. This is where I have the most followers. This is where in the past people have engaged with me most. So I decided I wanted to build personal connections with designers and then set up follow-up presentations after I do a specific social selling campaign. So the campaign that I decided to do was around the holidays and the Christmas season and different things like that. So I wanted to leverage this objective of building personal connections with designers and setting up follow-up presentations through a campaign that I was calling 12 Days of Christmas, right? So I didn't make up an original name for the campaign. I just knew I wanted to do something around the holidays and get people really excited in a way that they had never seen before. If it was traditional selling, especially from an A&D reps perspective, I've seen A&D reps do a lot of different things over the holidays. They would do maybe a holiday party, right? That's obvious or get gifts and give it to their designers, maybe get wrapping paper, maybe do an ornament painting class or a wreath making class. And all of those are great ideas. But I wanted to stand out online because at the end of the day, what we talked about in episode three, we're now in a digital first era. So how could I take the holidays and the excitement of the holidays and engage with designers through a social selling campaign that I was calling 12 Days of Christmas. So I decided on that campaign. I knew my objectives. The next thing I needed to do was to get people to actually follow me on Instagram because I could have done this whole 12 Days of Christmas thing. But if my designers from my A and B firms weren't following me, it would actually have been pointless. So follow was the next step. How did I get them to follow me? Well, simple. First, I made a list of all the A and B accounts that were my target. Then from there, I made a list of all the designers that I had encountered or engaged with or worked on projects with at those firms and their contact information. Then I invited them to follow me through an email that I sent. So I sent them an email specifically telling them, hey, I'm doing a 12 Days of Christmas campaign over on my Instagram. I'll be choosing a winner 
of an amazing gift every day for 12 days leading up to Christmas, and I would love for you to participate. In order to enter to win, you need to, number one, follow me on Instagram, and I linked my Instagram in that email, and fill out this Google form that I created. So I also linked a Google form in the email. That Google form led them to share their information with me once more. So they filled out a form that shared their name, their design firm, what their title was, their social media handle so that I could then follow them back and a couple of other pieces of information. So that was their way to enter. I also asked them, I would love to get other people in your office excited about this campaign. Can you please share it with a friend that you have in the office? So that way I was able to reach people that I hadn't encountered previously at that design firm. Right. So from there, within, I would say, 24 hours, I had 34 people enter into the giveaway. Right. So this was great. This was a great engagement. And I was super excited about doing this. And 34 people, you're probably like 34 designers is not really a lot. But stay with me. I'm going to share with you what the outcomes were when I actually finished this campaign. So I got people to follow me. I asked them to follow me. I asked them to fill out this form. The next part of this campaign was engaging with them, right? So that was that third step in that art of social selling that I broke down in the last episode. How was I going to engage with them now that they're following me online, right? So obviously before I engage with them, since this was the 12 days of Christmas campaign, I actually had to do a little shopping and I shopped for gifts, 12 gifts that were really tied into my interests. So in turn, people can also get to know me as more than just their rep, right? I'm a person with interests and we likely have very similar interests that we can then talk about. I did a little shopping. I spent about $300 on gifts and then the campaign began. Day one through 12. So I wrote every person's name on a piece of paper, put it in a bowl. And then every morning for 12 days, I shared the following on my stories. First, I shared a Christmas song. So that got people in the mood. They knew that it was time for 12 Days of Christmas. Then I shared a video of me picking the winner. So they saw my face and knew that it was real. Like, hey, Nicole's picking the winner. Then after I picked the winner, I then tagged the winner on Instagram. So remember, when they filled out that form, they gave me their social media handle. So then I could tag them. If they forgot to follow me, they could follow me then. And then they could also reshare the content. After I tagged them, I then shared with their prizes, right? So this gives a little bit of a lot of things. First, when I shared with their prizes, it got the designer really excited about winning and that they won a gift. It also made other people that were watching my stories and the other designers that were watching my stories like feel a little bit like, oh man, I wonder what's next. I wonder who's going to win next. Am I going to win next? And I wonder what the next prize was going to be. So that increased my engagement online because people were just waiting to see what happened next. So the next step in that art of social selling was to inform them. So I got them super pumped up. I got them to follow me. I got them to start engaging with me and resharing my content. But at the end of the day, I don't only want to build personal connections with designers. I also need to inform them, right? So that's that next step in that art of social selling. So after I shared the winner each day, that gave me a moment to share information about the interior product that I was repping. So I now had their attention 
I gave them a gift to pay attention. I built up excitement to pay attention, as well as excitement with all the people that were engaging with my stories. So this was my time to shine. I informed them of new products. I informed them that they would also be getting a sneak peek into a new product launch in their gift bags. And I shared a little bit about a new design launch that was in the works on my social media stories, right? And directed them to get more information there. So in sharing that new product launch information, I was actually able to get the information to them in a couple of different ways. In sharing information on my stories and then giving people who won an exclusive sneak peek with brochures and samples when I dropped out their sample bag. So that was taking the moment to inform them and offer them value around new products and how they can use those products in their project. So after all of this, that last thing that I needed to do was ask, right? Because at the end of the day, one of my objectives was not only to build relationships with the designers, it was to schedule some follow-up meetings, right? So I scheduled myself over two days for all the 12 winners to hand deliver each of the gifts that they had won. While I delivered it, I engaged in conversation with those designers, learned more about them, their companies. I learned more about them, their interests, how their interests tied to the gift that they won and what we had in common. And I learned a little bit about their company and maybe what they were working on, right? So continuously building that relationship because at the end of the day, I really do care. Then after that drop-off, within 24 hours, then I circled back with that ask that I mentioned before. So I was asking them for a presentation, asking them for a product meeting or an introduction to somebody else that I might not have met in their firm before. And I was asking them for follow-up details on a project if I was working on project tracking, right? So there's that ask. Something was coming out of it. And now the question is, out of all of those things, out of setting the objective, out of getting them to follow me, out of engaging with them and informing them about the product, and then ultimately asking them for something at the end, did I meet my outcomes? Absolutely. I built personal connections with people, people that I actually genuinely want to get to know, and I was able to land lots of follow-up meetings. So what were the stats? You want to hear some numbers? If you're in sales, you definitely want to hear numbers. So again, 34 designers engaged with this campaign from 12 different firms. I had way more A and B design firms than that, but 12 of them actually engaged. Three out of those 12 design firms actually reposted my content on their stories, right? So a lot of Andy sales reps might say, oh, well, if I engage online with design firms, they're not going to follow me. Well, three out of the 12 reposted my content to their stories. Each firm actually had one to three new projects they were working on inspect the material that I was repping or inspect the interior product that I was repping. A hundred percent of the design firms, so that's 12 of the design firms, I was able to schedule follow-up meetings, at least one follow-up meeting. And then one meeting actually led to a $250,000 sale. And that was me switching a spec. So they had previously spec the competitor's product and I got them to switch the spec to something that I was selling, right? And mind you, I use social selling for this and I spent a total of $300 on gifts. 
So the investment was very low. It was fun. I engaged with people. I'm building lasting relationships. And at the end of the day, it led to a spec and a sale of a quarter of a million dollars. And all of this was within four weeks of doing one campaign. So imagine what will come of it as I continue to engage with these designers, as I continued to do more campaigns. Imagine, the sky's the limit. So a recap of what we just talked about, right? We talked about what social selling is, why it's important, and that it works. And if you want a full recap on what social selling is, of course, listen to that last episode. And then I broke down one example of 12 Days of Christmas and how I was able to set my objective, get people to follow me, engage with those clients, inform them and offer them value. And then at the end of the day, end with an ask, which led to much success. So if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, Nicole, that sounds good. All of that seems very advanced, though. I would love to help you. In 2023, my calendar is open to taking on new clients, and I'm specifically focused this year on working with interior product companies that are struggling with social selling. So if that's you, you can head to thriveanddesign.co slash contact, or just send me an email at hello at nicolashay.com, and we can see if we can work together. We'll start with a consultation, figure out what you're struggling with, and then set some things up for your sales team, whether that be training, coaching, or beyond. So I look forward to hearing from you, and I hope to talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Thrive in Design. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Thrive in Design. And for more strategies on how your product company can innovate in the interior design industry, head to training.thriveanddesign.co. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to create captivating content. See you next week. Thank you.